You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Yeah, all right, all right. And if you don't catch this full show, please download our podcast. We are a radio show that gets turned into a podcast. Please find us wherever podcasts are available. We are Teton Sports Talk. Now, trainer, there is breaking news going on in Tampa Bay, Florida. What? What, what happened? What? What did the? What? Oh, the the the, the Rays they signed uh, Zach Eflin. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Contract. Yes, yeah. but also there is a, currently an it's a standoff between uh, Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay PD where they're yelling into a megaphone, Antonio, come out. You need you're going you're under arrest and Antonio Brown's like, "No, I ain't coming." This this happened to Michael Irvin when he was actually like an actual Dallas Cowboy. And nobody cared about that. There was no social media. Yeah, well, yeah. Fun fact. Yeah, back then it was just word of mouth and maybe just, maybe some news vans or something. Yeah, things were a little more simple. You know, the Clinton administration, people were looser. <laughs> Boy, the Clinton administration. <laughs> yeah, the morals, the moral compass were a little shaky, you know, when there were so many blind spots. Now everyone's got a camera in their pocket or a, a, wait, what so, am I trying to say? Go ahead. Yeah, so wait, we have a, a Florida man that's about to get arrested? Shocking, shocking. If, if no one knew that Antonio no. Brown was in there, they'd be like, well, I guess it's Thursday down here in Tampa. God, there's a lot going on. We got what, Jalen Kitna, now this. What a big week in Florida. Who I don't know, Jalen Kitna. Ah, uh, we 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 don't need to cover it. But oh, we brought yes, it up. Florida. Florida another Florida man. Another Florida man. Jeez. Yeah, uh, Florida man. Florida Gator. Florida Gator man. Another another criminal from uh, from Gatorsville swamp. The swamp. Yeah, that place really produces outstanding citizens. <laughs> um, pack show. Absolute pack show. We got football. Pack show. We have football. We have soccer. We have college basketball. NBA, maybe we'll cover, and we got. I think we have more football. We do. Speaking of football, speaking of, also speaking of things, uh, bad things happening in uh, in big time football states. We got we got Deshaun Watson week, baby. He's Uh, back in Texas. Have we? Have we? (laughs) What? Scariest thing to happen to Houston since I heard some trash cans banging in 2017. Yeah, there was a hurricane once upon a time, but I cannot that was believe. Bad too. You're right. Yeah, You're right. yeah. Natural, this is another natural disaster. Uh, what is it? We have some. We have. You know what? This show. If you're not ready to listen to some controversy, you're not ready to listen to the hot takes of the real world of the people out there that we're trying to expose and call out and point fingers at. <laughs> turn your dial. But if you're ready, let's lock in. All right, trainer. Let's huddle up. The huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something that you are stuck on, your quote question of the week, and your goat of the week. Let me kick it to you. Give me your good news of the week. I feel bad doing this, but USA, go, who's, go. Yeah, totally, totally. Everyone. Combo combo meal. The the who's, this is my good news as well. The who's had a hell of an opening couple of months here or month. We You have basically half of October, November, you start playing some tournaments, maybe some bigger games. The who's won them all. In the United States, can we say that we're the top 16 country in the world at soccer? Are we ready to say that? I think we're, uh, UVA is number three in the country in college basketball right now. We've gotten two votes for first. I think I think USA is the third best in the in the world. Maybe the universe and they've gotten one uh, place vote from me. 
Okay. All right. All yeah. that adds up. That As seems to be correlated. Fan, yeah. I mean, football. It's also very fun, and I mentioned this earlier about talking about the World Cup in, in earlier uh, shows, but I went to the Roadhouse, Tap House, not Tap House, whatever it is, right there on the square that ever replaced the town square tavern. Mm-hmm. And it's very fun to have every single person in the place cheering for the same team and groaning when bad Virginia? things happen. We're talking, we're talking soccer here. Keep up, keep oh, up, sorry. and groaning when balls go wide or getting excited when when guys score. But I will tell you this: it's a lot of sitting and looking at people running around the field with ve- with very you few. Don't know. I don't know them. Yeah, very few <laughs> moments of like, oh, ah, oh, oh. Ee. And people are like, it wasn't that fun. I'm like. Yeah, that was fun, but I couldn't imagine doing that for every year, all season long. No. Trying to watch no. soccer for a soccer season would be very difficult. Yeah, I feel like there's there's times where you're like, oh, the World, World Cup, World Cup, especially when it gets exciting. Um, you know, if you, USA has made it to round 16, which is great, made it out of their group stage. So it, it always kind of like at the end, you're just kind of like, yeah, I can't do this every year. If you got to watch like more than, I don't know, three to, I mean, I'll probably watch legitimately three to like, maybe eight matches, matches of soccer every World Cup. I'm not going to watch a ton. I'm yeah. not going to pretend like I know everything. You know, I don't pretend to know playoff hockey when we get to July. I'm just kind of like, I'm here for the ride. Yeah. Fun. Let's, go Stars. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's go. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's great. It's go great they my did favorite. It. Um, yeah, go, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting that they didn't suck. They didn't fall flat on their faces in the group stages that they tied England, which was a super huge deal. That's like beating England five to zero pretty much. Right. I mean, basically, I mean, if, yeah. if the English, are, are, you know, us. if they assembled a hard nose, three cloud, three yards in a cloud of dust football team and came over here and beat and beat an NFL team or tied an NFL team, they should be as equally as stoked, you know? Yeah. And we got to throw in the what if Derek? What if we had Derrick Henry out there as a striker? Oh yeah, those comparisons guy are argument. yeah. Those comparisons are hilarious. LeBron, you, LeBron, and LeBron on the on, as halfback. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even. I'm not even even going to go there. My good news Half-back's of the week. A position, right? Halfback. That's position. Uh sure. Yeah. <laughs> fullback. Halfback. Fullback. Full forward. Back. Sure. All yeah. of them. All the all the above. Midfield. Um. I played, I'll admit it. I played soccer for, since I was four years old to when I was 18. And I don't know Jack diddly about soccer. Not, not the first thing. I mean, I could, I like know some of the basic movements, but people will say like, Oh, they're in that four, four back three mid two forward thing. And I'm like, sick, sick. Awesome. 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. I know what's going on. So there's goalie, there's striker, which there's, uh, there's a midfielder. Sure. Midi? Midi. Midi, bro. Midi. Uh, are there wings? Are there wings in soccer? Sure. I forgot. There's wings. Okay. There's all sorts of stuff. All right. My good news of the week is Virginia, you mentioned it earlier, is currently number three. Big wins against number six, Baylor, number 16, Illinois, and Michigan in the Big uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge or ACC Big Ten Challenge. I think I like that saying that better. RIP ACC Big Ten Challenge. Yeah. There's going to be the SEC ACC Challenge uh, starting next year. What I'm excited about this squad is that we're returning all five stars. Kihei Clark, get this, is a sixth-year senior. It is very confusing in college sports right now because there was a COVID year that affected four years of athletes. And you can claim a COVID year if you are a student athlete during that time. And so for the next four years, we have people in college for six years. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Do we still have four more years of Kihei? No. No, no, no. Starting now? Starting. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't know. He has been around. I think he played with Ralph Sampson. Kihei Clark is a six-year senior. He has been a six-year starter. Uh, Jaden Garner, he's a second-year starter, fifth-year senior. Reese Beekman, probably the probably the closest thing we have to an NBA presence, in my opinion, because he's a 3-and-D guy, but he can get to the hole. He can guard his tail off. He's going to be going for the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. Amon Franklin, little he's a senior, little too streaky for my, my liking. Kinjan Shedrick, redshirt junior. So let me go through that again. Senior, senior, junior, senior, junior in our starting five. Now get this. We got to we – gotta, transfer named Ben Vanderplow. He single-handedly eliminated Virginia from the ACC tournament two years ago. He's from Ohio. He's an Ohio Bearcat. He's not from the Netherlands? I don't know. Uh, maybe. He sounds like it. Um, do you know Ben's full name? Ben, ben Vanderplow Santens. Yeah. <laughs> His first name is Bennett, named after a guy named Dick Bennett. Ever heard of him? Dick Bennett, Dick Bennett, Dick Bennett. That's Tony Former. Bennett's dad. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Tony, um, University of Wisconsin. Green Whitewater. Whitewater. Whitewater Rapids. So, yep. Dick Bennett coached his son, Tony Bennett, and coach Ben Vanderplow's father. Ben Vanderplow's father oh. named his son Bennett after Tony Bennett's dad. This guy was meant to play Virginia basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is in the rotation. He can score. He can shoot threes. He can hit his free throws. He's got good mid-range. He's kind of switching roles with Jaden Gardner. Now, this is hyper-specific to a certain set of fans that we have, but I would say the majority of our fans have a UVA bias. I'm just telling you right now, look out for UVA. If they can get get it going at the right time, they seem to be clicking. Their defense is good. Let me calm down here. I'm excited about our squad. It's early in the year. We'll see how we're doing ACC play. I got fired up, especially when North Carolina loses to Bama and Duke lost a couple and they plummeted in the rankings. It's so good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, and they just lost lost three in a row, brother. Duke did? (laughs) No, Carolina. My my, my Tar Heels at our pick them. Oh, so sad. Little Final Four hangover there, Carolina, huh? Huh? We know, we know, Massey, Massey, uh, you went on a tear. We'll get to those picks at some point. Just shed some light on them, but yeah, you had you picked UVA, and I'm I'm very proud of you. And Houston, yeah, Houston too, yeah. Oh, uh, and Baylor, yeah, in Kansas, in Kansas, yeah. Okay, I did just, a bad job. Yeah, I'm just I'm just job. telling you how it is and, and what's what's happening. All right, I'm just just <laughs> putting that out there. All right, give me your critical you number. Knew, I didn't know the Dick Bennett story, and you know maybe actually three years ago. Even maybe six months ago, I would have been too. I'm getting older, and I'm starting. To, I'm almost 38. It's almost Christmas time. That's right. You know, fall all off. And I feel like three <laughs> years ago, I would have been too defensive, and I would have been like, "Oh, oh yeah, I know, the, I know the Bennett Bennett uh, Vanderplas story." And I would have pretended to know because it's kind of a loser move as a UVA fan not to know that story. And I, I just wanted to be educated on the air. So thanks for telling me that. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, trainer. Let's move on. Let's get let's get out of <laughs> let's get out of the mud here. I got to start talking about UVA oh, hoops, and I. And I, and I get excited. All right, give me your critical number. Oh, sp- sp- speaking of mud, or is that poop? 18 and 29. 18 and 29. I don't know this, idea. This is the collective collective combined record of Massey's NFC South teams God. in the NFL Football League. What hurts the worst? What hurts the worst about this is that Atlanta so keeps losing, Carolina <laughs> keeps losing, and the no, Bucks. Carolina's good. The Bucks. The Bucks keep losing, and if the Saints yeah. win one of these games, 
One of these gimme games with Andy Dalton, Dennis Allen, take him out, put in Jameis Winston, put in Taysom Hill, ride some other ride. The fact that the Saints could potentially make the playoffs at like three games under 500 is exciting, but he refuses, refuses to make changes, and it boggles my brain. The Saints, probably mathematically in the NFC South, could still be in it. Yeah, the, the DA, the district attorney, Dennis Allen. Oh, sorry. I just had to blow off some Wait, steam so- there. Yeah, is he? Does he want to get the? Is he? Trend, is he tanking for the first pick? But he, but he's gonna get fired anyway. So the I, I Eagles have the Saints' <laughs> first round pick. We don't <laughs> have right, a first round pick. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to rub that in. I Come forgot. on! Whoa, whoa, okay, sorry. What is going on over here? Oh, oh! <laughs> My starting to sweat. Be. Starting to sweat here. Oh, and and. and um, in other news, the NFC East, thirty-one and thirteen. <laughs> my, my, how the tables have turned. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big kind of slap me in the face. Did I see this coming? <laughs> no, no. I thought the <laughs> NFC East was going to be bad for a while. I will say this: are, Is New York actually as good as their record is? Both of them, no. No, Both well, of them are not. Mike yeah. White. Now that he's taken over from Zach Zach Crybaby Wilson. The my, Jets have more of a is- chance, but. Yeah, the, Mike the, White is that that Cinderella carriage, like Cooper Rush. The, the, the pumpkin will show at some points. Don't worry. I know, but I love. I just love it. Zach Wilson is the oh, worst. Yeah, is Wilson the worst like, quarterback, starting quarterback in the NFL. And Mike yeah, White got a like, fresh haircut and he was dropping bombs on a helpless Chicago defense last week. Remember how cool Zach Wilson was in the summer when he was the milf hunter, and now he's just a loser with a hoodie on the sideline who, who's not as good as Bill Belichick. He looks like Anakin Skywalker in Revenge of the Sith. I mean, that's very funny. <laughs> what a what a season for Zach Wilson just coming in <laughs> so hot. His teammates are high fiving like, dude, this guy's our boy. And yeah. then he like twists his ankle, uh, blames the defense hot, and hot moms, hot routes. Uh, oh, August was it was sizzling. Now it stinks. Yeah, what BYU was ranked. Yeah, there was a lot going on. <laughs> Zach Zach was on cloud nine. Now look at that poor guy. All right, my critical do- number is first. Uh, first, first, first time uh, TCU and USC can make the college football playoff. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this one another is a different one. This will be the first game that Aaron Donald has not played in his entire NFL career. He's got an ankle injury. Can you believe that? Yeah, he gets so he gets quadruple teamed. How is he? He's a beast. I can't believe he's never been injured from getting taken out by you know three or four different offensive linemen every game. Yeah, it was just one of those things that that crossed over my feed, and I, and I was just like, well, mm. well, that's worth that's worth Pun pointing intended. out. Ankle feed, feed. Oh, feed. These across. All right, feet. all right. Just, just, just talk, talking to the mic. All right, give me your stuck on. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I I got a quick, uh, two quick uh, other uh, critical numbers. If you don't mind. No, not at all. Uh, 2012. This was the last time uh, two Power Five teams went into a conference title game, both coming off losses. Speaking of ACC and basketball, we just beat the Big Ten, but we suck in football. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about UNC and, and Clemson. Yes, in Clemson. Yes. UNC me. really had a, really had a shot, and they went and lost right at, right at the moment they were sneaking in the top ten. They lost to who? Pitt or something? Oh, back in the day. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I no, no. This this year they were creeping up. They were somewhere around like eight or twelve, and it was like, okay, if UNC finishes out this season, they got they got they can do something, so and just immediately lost. Yeah, I meant back in the day as in like maybe October is what I meant by that. So yes. Oh, you you're mentioned 2012, right. so I just I just went there. 
Oh, back then you. Oh, you got the look at that brain. No, look no, no, brain. no, 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 no. Brain on brass. No, we're we're our wires are getting crossed a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, they went ahead and lost. And Clemson, Clemson, South Carolina had the biggest two week stretch out of any team. Yeah, in the country. 60, 63 points uh, versus the Vols. This is two weeks ago, pre-Thanksgiving. We took a, took a week off. Most an unranked team has scored against a top-five team in the poll era. That starts in the 1930s. So what's, re- what's really nice is the fact that Tennessee had to win two games. Yep. Two games to make it in two. the college football playoff. They had to mm-hmm. beat South Carolina mm-hmm. and Vanderbilt, <laughs> and they could not do that. So when Tennessee fans say – Alabama is down at 10 and 2 and Tennessee has finished their best record in 10 years at 10 and 2. I'm just going to say congratulations on your 10 win season Tennessee. You mm-hmm. did great. You did you've done better than you've done in in two decades. So congratulations Tennessee. You really really stepped up this year. When the hooker leaves the building it's time to pay and say goodbye. Am I right? Uh there's there's a lot of truth to that. Um, what's your other critical number? <laughs> that was 63 points. Uh, I I wanted to we made fun of Spencer Rattler last year. Great finish to the season being the Kingslayer against Clemson and Tennessee. Yeah, so. beat his rival. And and can we say that DJ, uh, the Clemson's quarterback, is just – Ugabaga. He's done. But not Uga, he's done, Ugabaga. right? He's going oh, to yeah, transfer to FAU or something and and or Liberty and just be be done. Oh, speaking of Liberty, we'll get to that later. Maybe to Colorado where Deion Sanders is going to go? I highly doubt that Deion Sanders is going to go to Colorado. Yeah, he's going to return sorry. to Jackson State and, and get like a – Oh, I don't know. I, I was thinking that he might like the Nebraska job, but that would be really, really difficult. The Wisconsin no, rule. Yeah, I know. But I was just thinking like, I know Matt rules at Nebraska, but I was thinking of all the openings that Georgia tech might be one of those things yeah. that he could handle. I knew that if, if he had any brains about him, he would not take the Auburn job and he didn't, which was good. I'm sure they called him on the telephone. He was like, no sec West. No, thank you. Dion Dion. That is okay. Well, I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, we can go ahead and transition. My stuck on was actually, I already kind of spoiled it. I know he coaches at Jackson State, but would taking the Colorado job actually be a lateral move for Deion yeah. Sanders? I think it would be less. I think I think it would yeah. be a demotion. I mean, I know that he's got the D one next to that next to the name in Colorado, but what he's doing in Jackson State is garnering attention. I haven't mm-hmm. even seen. Uh, the only time I hear the the word Colorado talking about their football team is is the mascot and how sweet it is. They run out of buffalo on the field. Other than oh, that, yeah. they yeah, stink. Yeah. Um, excuse me, Bison, and he's got no, something going buffalo, on. Right? It's the buffs, but it's but it's actually a Bison because yeah. there's only yeah. buffaloes in Africa. I, oh, our, water water buffalo. Yeah, I have a my Dawson's a naturalist, so I I know that. Um, <laughs> But that, but they have Jackson State has attention. They have hype. They had the number one recruit out of high school play for them. They have a they signed a couple of hot top ten recruits out of college to go to Jackson State. They are getting hype there. Colorado. What would Deion Sanders? Where? What's his recruiting base in Colorado? Like he would have to recruit back in the southeast where he's from. You know, he'd have to recruit outside of Atlanta. It would They're just not be getting impossible. hype in Colorado. They're just getting high. Oh, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> No, right. or who has more leverage? All right, so yeah, Lane Kiffin said no to the. Uh, he, he said at Ole Miss, Hugh Freeze got the Auburn job. Who has more leverage going into next year and the following year jobs? What'll probably be an open position at OU, maybe. Uh, I don't know what else would be open the, the year following, but like Lane Kiffin or 
Deion Sanders at this point. Well, Lane Kiffin went ahead and tried for the Auburn job. Auburn could not afford him. And then he used that uh, number oh, to leverage. leverage. Yeah. Okay. I've missed that part. Okay. He, they he, they couldn't offer what he wanted, and he used that offer to leverage his position and got an extension at Ole Miss. So Lane mm. Kiffin did a really good job of getting himself paid because he got an extension of oh I don't I think he's I think he wanted eleven million uh, a year at Auburn. I mean the highest paid coach in the country is Nick Saban and Kirby Smart, and they just make over eleven million. And I think he is staying at Ole Miss for eight and some change or something. I wrote it down somewhere, but yeah. Lane Kiffin did a very, very savvy job in threatening to go to Auburn and did not do it and stay with Ole Miss. Where both both schools are as morally bankrupt as you could possibly be. So it doesn't matter which, which one Lane goes to. Uh, the next, my, my favorite hire, and actually we'll get to it, is Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. That was very, very sneaky of Wisconsin yeah. to attract him. Uh, Nebraska head coach. Nebraska is not that appealing of a job to me. Did you know that was a – I don't know if you remember this. I, I I got really excited when I saw this. That was a Friday headline I made back in, like, when he got fired by the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a good point. You did say that. You were like, Luke Fickle. Not Luke was, Fickle, excuse was, me. Ryan Day. Uh, Matt Rule. Matt, Matt Rule. Rule. Yeah. Ryan Day's Ryan Day's uh, got a little – the Ryan Day's seat, the – you know when you turn on the gas stove and it yeah, starts to click? Of, it starts to yeah, click red, a little bit? It's like you accidentally bumped it and the red light's on, but you're like, no, no, I need to turn it off because it's okay. But Ohio State, they're, Ohio State, Columbus, they're starting to freak out because he he was he he uh, was born on third base, as they're calling it. Yeah. And he was handed a great position by a, a great man, um, Urban Meyer. Yikes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a little bit of a stove factor to Ryan Day's bottom right now. But also, silly. also, why does he dye his beard so black? Why does Coach K dye? Oh, Ryan Day dyes his beard jet black, and Coach K dyes his hair jet black. We don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about Coach K anymore, dude. He's not. He's, no, but Coach K is irrelevant. Don't even. Don't even mention his name. Sociopath. Sociopaths do that. Speaking of sociopaths, my stuck on is the hiring <laughs> of Hugh Freeze. Now Hugh Freeze. Okay. Is hired at Auburn because they could not afford Lane Kiffin. He is way cheaper than Lane Kiffin. They're going to pay him just over six and some change. Uh, per year they have Auburn Black has, Friday special thank you Auburn has absolutely sold their soul now if it if you're wondering how do you know that that Hugh Freeze is a bad guy well it's it's very well documented but also here's another indication Auburn had to hire a PR firm anticipating the backlash of the hiring of Hugh Freeze and Hugh Freeze went on television and talked about his Christian Christianity and his religion and Jesus and was just throwing mm. Every every thing at the people of the deep south that he knew they would gobble up, and trying to blind everybody, trying to blind everybody, how scummy of a human being he is. Now he is most famous for getting in trouble when using a school issued phone when he was head coach at Old Miss. That stemmed from a Houston Nut investigation. They were investigating Houston Nuts tenure at Old Miss. They found that Hugh Freeze was calling escort services for himself again. Christian Christian man doing Christian values. He immediately he got fired and released from Ole Miss. He gets hired by one of the more corrupt universities in this world, which is Liberty University, located in Lynchburg, Virginia. And if you do Liberty, any googling Liberty. of Jerry Farwell, 
just Google Jerry Falwell Jr. and have yourself a day on that Wikipedia page because they are leveraging religion and college to make money in a tax haven that they call Liberty University. Now, Hugh Freeze, while he was at Liberty University, he was under the uh, the oversight of athletic director Ian McGraw. Ian McGraw is getting was getting sued by a I don't know if it was collective a collective suing. What do they call that? Class action lawsuit. Uh, yeah. Well, this one girl who was very critical of how Ian McGraw handled her sexual assault, she's a sexual assault survivor. I'm not going to go blasting her name out all over the internet, but she was suing Liberty University and how they mishandled her case. And unsolicited, Hugh Freeze slides into her DMs and starts defending Ian McGraw and saying why this woman is attacking this person. And quote, he is the most Jesus-like man he has ever known. That is a quote from Hugh Freeze. <laughs> Shall I continue? Page number two. Now, going even further back, if it wasn't scummy now, enough. Now, Senator. Yeah. yeah. Now, if it wasn't scummy enough, the fact that he is going after sexual assault victims, he also, while he was a head coach at a Christian university in Tennessee, I forget, not university, uh, high school, he paddled a young woman alone in his office. He also made a young woman change in front of him because she had a Grateful Dead t-shirt, and he said, you have to change right now. That shirt is synonymous with drug use. And she was like, okay, I'll change. She goes, no, you have to change right here in front of me, and I'm going to take the shirt away from you and so you can never have it again. So she had to change in front of him, solo, one-on-one, in the office. While nothing nothing sexual happened, it was very, very awkward that Hugh Freeze made those young women, one as young as eighth grade, change in front of him. And again, he eighth stood grade. up. Yeah. Hugh Freeze will win football games. Hugh Freeze is set up at Auburn. He has their boosters leverage to, and money. And they will go out there and they will get athletes and he will win football games and people will forget how big of a POS that Hugh Freeze is. But Hugh Freeze has asked for a second chance. This is not Hugh Freeze's second chance. This is his third or fourth. And I think Auburn has shame, shame on their name. And if you hear anybody saying, we we have integrity here at Auburn, Auburn family, we're a family, integrity. integrity. You're like, no, you've sold your soul to win football games and it's loud and freaking clear by your hire of Hugh Freeze. And that is my stuck on diatribe of the week. Woo, drop the notebook. Woo, UVA basketball and Auburn football. I just, I just blacked out. <laughs> I just blacked out what happened. Good job. What happened? Good job. Hugh Freeze. Hugh I didn't know. Freeze. I didn't know about all that. That's crazy. He yeah. sounds like uh, he sounds like the Nexum guy. The Nexum guy. Yeah, that whole like sex cult. Like, hey, you know, take off your clothes. Like the guy, the Lord. You know, using the using the Lord as a way to like get or David Crash. So there's, there's yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of cult, cultiness and like manipulating with using religion and cult. Oh yeah. If Tech if Texas A&M wasn't the biggest was the biggest cult going into this week. I think Auburn is now going to rifle them for the biggest cold after hiring God, Hugh West. Freeze. Oh, God. I'm excited. The new, it's like Batman. Nick Saban is Batman, and he's got all his villains around him now. He's got the joke. He's, is this his Joker, or is this his, like, Riddler? Who That's is, a great point. Uh, I don't know what Brian Kelly is. Brian Kelly has blood on his hands. Um, Brian Kelly is probably – Jimbo Fisher's the, got the his – He's the penguin. He's like <laughs> – Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jimbo Fisher's got some um, – Ghost or skeleton Bane? in his closet. Lane Kiffin, yep. 
Yeah, Lane Kiffin has uh, been divorced for reasons because he tried to pick up co-eds oh. at fundraisers. Hugh um, Freeze is Mr. Freeze. Hugh Freeze obviously is Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Mr. Freeze. Who else is out there? Mike Leach is a pirate. Like, yeah. Look, look yeah. at what the SEC West is Leech right Leach is now. the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Give me your quote slash question of the week there, trainer. Speaking of SEC coaches, well, former, it was the human thing, the right thing to do. Well, kind of old news now because we took a week off, and I really – I this this Jeremy Pruitt Chick-fil-A bag of cash story really stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I can't man. get past it. It's insane. He gave a woman in August 2020, or he gave the um, his player who had a sick mom at the time. We were, I just like, you know, it's just one of those things where you put into context what he had done and why he was in hot water with Tennessee. I didn't even realize it was like he's given out bags of uh, cash and a Chick-fil-A bag uh, upwards of $400 to help with medical bills. This is pre-NIL. Obviously, it's like an actual, Four, like, you know. $400? Yeah, $400. I mean, it's. He got it was, busted. Against, he got busted for four hundred dollars. Yeah, have you not heard about this? That is so petty. That is so, he. They were searching for something. Four hundred dollars. Well, like you said, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze wins football games. It doesn't matter what he does. Jeremy Pruitt. I think I looked at his record. It was like sixteen and nineteen at Tennessee, not winning games. So a bag of cash is going to be like uh, magnified to like, oh, that's a good reason to kick his ass out of here because he's uh, violating something. Hey, All right, like that. that is that is so pathetic. But the Chick Fil A bag just got me, and I just the Chick Fil A yeah, I mean, bag is pretty funny. It's time for Jeremy Pruitt to get his second chance. He deserves it more than Hugh Freeze. Well, uh, rumors are circulating. Rumors are circulating that Bill O'Brien and and Frat Boy Express, whatever his name is, Alabama's defensive coordinator. <laughs> I always forget his name, so I, I choose does. to forget it. Um, will be out. So I'll take Jeremy Pruitt back on on as a defensive coordinator for Alabama and coaches Coach Saban's rehab program, dude. I'm all about that. Give me some Jeremy Pruitt back up in here. So there was uh, a, what is that guy's name? The stupid uh, Freddie McBeard fart. Um, he, there was a year with Sandra Bullock. This is a good trivia question. She won best uh, sports related. She won best actress for the blind side. You know what a Razzie award is Massey. Uh, isn't that the worst, the worst, worst actress? Of the she year? also won worst actress that year. This is the same thing as the uh, Freddie McFratz defensive coordinator at Alabama. Stephen He's, Golding. Pete Golding, Stephen Golding is up. Pete Stephen Golding. Golding, Pete Golding is up for coordinator of the year, and he's also going to get fired at the same time. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> God, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta love that. Um. All right, my quote of the week is: "I didn't get hit in the balls." Christian Pulsic. Now oh, the Iran. <laughs> yeah. So this guy Fucker. put his yeah. This guy put his body on the line. He scored the lone goal in U.S.'s win over Iran. I watched it live, and they diagnosed him with a pelvic contusion. But if mm. I've ever walked around after getting one one good shot down there, I would walk around like him. I mean, he sat on the ground like, and you could just tell you're like that guy. That guy got got one. He got one right in the gonads. And then he stood up and was like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." And took a couple steps and did that like hands on the hip, kind of like 30 degree bend at the waist, like I'm yeah, gonna, the pain's coming. I'm gonna barf. I'm I'm gonna barf. But he did tweet from the hotel room that he will be not the hotel room, the hospital, where he was diagnosed with a pelvic contusion. Um that he'll be ready for Saturday Saturday's match against the Netherlands slash Holland slash did you okay, okay. This is what I've learned after watching the World Cup. I've 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 learned nothing about soccer, but I have learned that a lot of European countries 
mm. are made up of other like ancient countries, right? So the United Kingdom's got Wales. So we played Wales. I was like, what the what's the deal with Wales? The United Christian Kingdom Bale. Yeah, has four countries in it. And I, and you were and there's other things and people are like, "Oh, you're un, uncultured swine for not knowing the origin of all these countries that make up larger Redneck. countries in they uh in Europe, they all have different culture diversity." It's like, "Well, we have states. They they all have different cultures." Who uh, called you that, Hillary? No, I, I don't even know if Hillary knows the World Cup is going on. Poor girl. Yeah, she's been so sick for like a week. She's got the flu or something. Um. Anyway, so I, I basically broke it down like this. <laughs> Europe. Let's let's just equate Europe. Yeah. To the United States, right? So Europe is one country. All yeah. right. The countries inside of Italy Europe. Is, Italy, Italy is Florida. At what country in Europe would be Florida? What's the boot? I mean, it's kind of the boot. Well, it's know? kind of the same, but Florida. Or Louisiana or uh, France is Louisiana. Sorry, continue. Yeah, France. No, no, I'm saying I'm just trying to think like what culture over in Europe is the same culture as Florida. I, I, we got to We got. We'll, well, on our European tour, we'll we'll get into that. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Um, so one European it's a country. February, that's a fe- that's right. That's a February segment. We're yeah, yeah. Past Super Bowl, we have nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, one European country is like a one state in the United States, and so those countries like Wales and uh, Scotland, North, Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland are basically the equivalent of one U.S. county, right? They want us to remember the counties inside their countries. I don't think so. I can't, and plus their history is so ancient. They're 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 like yes, this was built in five A.D. and you're like sweet. What do you know about 1776? Am I right? Like so, I can't possibly commit all that. Like oh, you don't know about Henry the Third? I'm like no, I don't. I don't. My my history knowledge goes back to colonial America. I'm sorry. I see Henry the Third was was a wise king. He cut his the head off of some ladies. Wait, all right, you know, get, do you know what county I'm in? Uh, you're in Austin uh, County. So ignorant. You're in Teton County. I knew that. Well, you lived here for a decade. All right. What is your go to the week, trainer? <laughs> uh, Antonio Brown. We can skip it. But I think that's his third appearance. <laughs> yeah, on the show? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My goat of the week is Luke Fickle. He silently mm-hmm. left Cincinnati. Not silently, but he left Cincinnati, left him in a good position. He went to Wisconsin. Everyone was looking for Luke Fickle to go to Ohio State where he spent three games as interim head coach at some point. I forget when, maybe the Trestle era. Um, But this seems like – Wisconsin seems like one of those schools where he would fit in, where he's going to recruit his tail off. He's going to bring in recruits and develop them and turn them into football players rather than going out and getting the splashy names every year. He's going to slowly build something like he did at Cincinnati. Wisconsin needs a revamp. It seems like Luke Fickle is the guy for that job. Quiet, demeanor, good football coach. Yeah, once uh, once the dirty the dirty penguin left um, Bearcat land, Cincinnati to Notre Dame, that's Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a big, a big gray cloud went with him, and Luke Fickle's done a great job at Cincinnati. So, yeah, I think Wisconsin, they did a great job hiring here. The – Big Ten West got a little better. We saw Illinois poop the bed. I want to shout out to Illinois for that. And Purdue made it to play yeah. the in the title game. Um, we talked about that a few weeks ago. We're like, Illinois has this in the bag. They cannot blow this. Anyway, sorry and too much did. about Illinois. Um, that job's probably open soon. Maybe that's what Lane Kiffin wants to do. Go Illinois? Illinois? No, they just hired Brett uh, Venables, dude. They're 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 keeping him around for a while. They were what they have Lovey Snip. Lovey Phillip? not Brent Venables. They have they have That's a. 
They have the very large man that was at Wisconsin that went to Arkansas and now that went to Illinois. Yeah, Bill Bill Omega? Bill Bill, Bill Bellamy? Yeah, close. You know what else is my go to the week? Was uh, the transfer portal. It's going to start getting heated up. Like starting Monday, I think undergrad is starting yeah. to transfer. Just keep your eye on that. I think there's going to be a flood out of Texas A&M. Although that Jimbo Fisher fires offensive coordinator, there is just no chance all those recruits uh, stay there. Brett Bielema, duh. Yeah, Brett Bielema. I like the Trent Dilfer signing at UAB. Speaking of Birmingham. Yeah, he's had some success on the high school level. Yeah, he's had some success on the high school level, and he's just going to take the next step up. One day, are we going to see Trent Dilfer in in big-time college football? I mean, maybe like Jeff Saturday, you know, got hired straight from ESPN. Trent Dilfer used to work at ESPN or maybe still does. They're both just called, you know, NFL analysts to just get hired off the couch. But yeah, Trent Dilfer put in a lot of reps out in Cali uh, doing some pretty cool stuff with high school and like kind of like I feel like he was kind of like he was almost like a in between high school and college football coach. Like he's got like that sort of experience, like a tweener, like a triple A baseball. You know, he's not. He's not. He's a. He's like a high end, high, high, high. Yeah, he's high an elite. He's an elite high school football coach. Meaning he's not. Co- he's not Coach Snoop on Netflix. He's yeah, like, he's a, a magnet. He's at like a magnet school for for right. Cal- Cali boys. Um. All right. Dang, that was a long huddle. We got to get to college football. Plenty to talk about still. Now in our college football pick'em, trainers got Georgia, TCU, USC, and Tennessee, and Massey has Ohio State, Ugh. Michigan, UNC, and LSU. Gross. UNC and LSU have completely fallen off the map <laughs> since uh, we've last spoken. Um, are we at a stage where we can have meaningful meaningful picks in this in this situation? I know it's my pick, right? It is your pick. It is your pick. Um, I feel like there's only one move for you to make. It's the move that you know I took it away from you at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 taking Bama back. All right, to have them. Yeah, I think this is this is like full circle. It's like the end of Inception. Yeah, exactly. Um, Being his kids. There might be a chance that Bama can back their way into this. I think it's worth talking about right now are the, yeah. the championships and the chaos that can happen. Now, as it stands, we have Georgia, TCU, Michigan, and USC. Uh, I should get that in the correct order. Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. TCU, number three. They are undefe- All three of those teams are undefeated. And we have a one-loss USC. At number five, we have Ohio State with one loss after getting absolutely torched by Michigan at home last week. That had to have been the most embarrassing, most embarrassing rivalry game of the weekend. Ohio State was favored by nine and a half points. Michigan did not have their star running back in uh Blake Corum he which yeah. arguably would have been didn't matter Don Edwards was a machine yeah Corum probably would have won the Heisman if he would have had a big game at Ohio State um that being said I Georgia pretty much has a pass in my opinion they can lose to LSU and they will still be in the college football playoff Michigan if they lose to Purdue there's going to be a serious conversation but I think they'll probably drop to four or something um I mean, they just—they only beat Illinois a uh, week before the Ohio State game. They only beat Illinois by two points at home. So I, I don't—I just... would not put it past. I'm not putting it past them. I'm not putting it past them. Yeah. Okay. The most interesting situation is undefeated TCU. Now they are number three. They're favored by two against number ten Kansas State. If TCU loses, well, let's continue. USC is only favored by three against Utah. Now USC lost to Utah by one. Going back to TCU, the Big 12 championship, TCU's already beaten Kansas State. So these are the these two games 
have four teams that have already played each other. Now, what I'm wondering is, what is the consequence if TCU loses? We know the consequence of USC. If USC loses, they're out, right? We're not going to have yeah. a two-loss team in the college and football Utah's, Utah's not getting in because of that either. Yes. So if USC loses, Ohio State jumps back in, right? We're we're on board with that. There's no Pac-12 team, correct? What happens if TCU loses? You were you were all you were always right about your Kansas State Wildcats. Thank uh, you. Besides that. that, I don't know because you're not going to put you're not going to just say like. You're not going to put I mean, them below high, Ohio gets State. Bama gets it. Bama gets it. There's, I mean, if TCU, no, there's no way. If TCU and Michigan lose to Purdue, if TCU loses to Kansas State, Michigan loses to Purdue, and U.S. Well, that's too much. That's too much losing. Ohio State, <laughs> Alabama, Penn no. State makes it in. I don't, I don't dude. Know. I don't know. If, if all that happens, it's it's too much for my brain to handle. But I'm just wondering how much credit the committee is going to give an undefeated t- TCU. They seem to be kind of. What am I trying to say? Not an underdog, so to speak, but people are really ready to drop TCU. Does that does that make any sense? They're ready for TCU to be out of there. Yeah, they're not sexy. They're not the Big Twelve team that they wanted. That's exactly right. That's they're not the Oklahoma. They're not the Texas. It just seems like if TCU loses, they will get the uh, the most punished. Is what I'm going to uh, what I was going to say. But so let's pick. Real quick, I picked uh, – I want to embarrass myself on the air. My Big 12 title prediction was OU and Oklahoma State. They win a combined 13 and 11. Oh, nice, nice. South. Yeah. I think Texas is still unranked. I think that's who I picked for the Big 12. Um, we sh- did that. We didn't do a good job with the Big 12. We did a good job with the Pac-12. We did a good job uh, – yeah, no. Uh, we did a good job with – we did an okay job the rest of the way, but awful Big 12s. So should we pick them? Because I think yeah, I think I can almost I think I just want to go chalk here. I I, I want to see it, so I'm going to pick it. I want to see Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC play. I think that's a good representation of the spread across college football. Utah, yeah. Utah, give me two, give me two and a half points. Utah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm I'm going to pick USC because I think USC. I want to see Caleb Williams in the playoff. Yeah, me I too. I can win the Heisman. I think it's fun to have the Heisman uh, front runner or a Heisman. Uh, guy in the playoffs because it's probably not going to be CJ Stroud in the playoff. Max Duggan, maybe Dugan Duggan, maybe he's going to be in it. I think he'd probably be the third or fourth pick in the Heisman race right now. So you may have two Heisman guys in there. Uh, yeah, USC just, you know, stormed there at the end. Of course, they beat Notre Dame, which is awesome. And Notre Dame somehow is still ranked in the top 15 with four losses. LOL. <laughs> Kansas um, State, Kansas State's number 10. They have three losses. Yeah. Rematches for both the. For this one, sorry, Utah beat USC at home on October 15th, 43-42. Kansas State lost to TCU 38-28 on October 22nd. Um, so rematches for these two games. And I do think that TCU will prevail again, which is hard to win. Two, it's hard to win twice against the same team. Yeah. Unless you're the Saints, unless you're the Saints against the Bucks in the regular season. Not but this year. I like USC and TCU in those two games. Agreed. Agreed. It's worth it's worth mentioning. If we had a twelve team playoff right now, Clemson would be playing Penn State. Pretty. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee would be playing Kansas State, which is pretty cool. Ohio State would be playing Tulane. Eee, that might be a mess. Utah would have to play Alabama, and Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC would all get buys. So that's interesting. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about all of that, but that does give teams like Ohio State, Tennessee, Alabama, yeah. Utah the chance to be in the Final Four. They'll have to win three straight games to be champions. I'm looking at those other teams like Tulane and Utah. It's kind of like, hey, thanks for coming out, but you're not. You're not going to do it this year. And I'm looking at K State and saying, eh, maybe. I I don't know if it's because there's so much parity we've got two teams potentially with usc and tcu making it for the first time that 12 seems too much like too much this year before i would have said hell yeah 12 i think eight is my sweet spot i'm guessing we're getting 12 is that correct yeah we're getting 12 and earlier earlier than we thought 2024 i'm fine i mean i'm fine with it i'd rather have 12 than i'd rather have 12 than four and you can't have everything you want i would pick eight i think it's a happy medium but it's okay all right we're there so where, where, where are we? Are we at the three up, three down? We have cruised through some football. Do you think LSU can cover this massive 17 and a half point spread? We'll just end with <laughs> dude, that. I, I don't know. After what, dude, Texas A&M, Texas A&M barely has a pulse. They barely yeah. had a pulse. Brian Kelly did a typical Brian Kelly thing that he did at Notre Dame and blew it down the stretch. It is unbelievable. They had to beat Texas A&M. In, they're a five-win team. They're a four-win team going in that game. They're not going to be bowl eligible this year. Jimbo Fisher's seat has never been hotter, and he was just sniffing that money in a in a vacation home down in St. Martin's, and he ended up somehow winning that game. I'm sure part of him was like, oh, crap, I got to keep coaching. Why did my guys win this game? I could have been sitting on a beach earning 20%. This is lame. And Brian Kelly somehow completely lost his mind against Texas A&M and didn't make it happen. It was embarrassing. They should be embarrassed. They could have somehow backdoored their way into being in the college football playoff. They could have beaten Georgia and been the third or fourth seed, and it w- it would have been the SEC Invitational. What what do we call him? The Penguin. He's the Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Let's uh, let's do. No, it. but it, it's a good point. I mean, I, yeah. Speaking, of, I haven't seen a. I never saw a yell practice video for the past couple months. By the way, for for A and M. Georgia, they get up for the good games, and I feel like they've let a few slip where you're like, why are you barely beating Missouri or why are you barely beating Kentucky without mm-hmm. – um, what's his name? Will top ten pick Levis? Yeah, Levis? Will Levis. That guy's a joke. Yeah. Um, he looks good in shorts, though. I feel like they're going to blow the doors off them like they did Tennessee. Uh, the last time – oh, yeah, a good fun fact. The last time Georgia played in the house that Matt Ryan built, in Atlanta, Mercedes Dome. They, got they beat smoked. Oregon by 300 points. So I think Georgia oh. feels pretty comfortable winning that game. Okay, yeah, I thought you were talking about yeah. last year's SEC championship where they lost by. No, no, 17. no. Sorry, more recently, the the August or September blowout against Bo Nix. You have to think that Kirby Smart has them focused. He's probably playing last year's SEC championship all through the locker room all week long because those guys know they're better than LSU. They know their defense is more elite than LSU's offense. They know they're going to win, and Kirby, it's up to Kirby Smart to coach them up enough not to relax because they know in the back of their head, even if they lose that game, they're in the college football playoff. So if Kirby Smart really wants to do it and he really wants to be undefeated SEC champs, college football playoff champs, he's got the quarterback that has the experience – and the coaching staff that has that experience say, hey, let's go get this. It's not going to be given to us. Yeah, I kind of think it's like Georgia. You remember when the mountain killed Prince Oberon? Spoiler alert, Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, he popped his head like a melon. 
Yeah, it's like Georgia was kind of farting around with uh, Kentucky and Missouri, and then at the end, the mountain just like pops the eyes out, and it's like, yeah, I wasn't going to lose this in the first place. So I feel like they're going to obviously Kirby Smart's going to say if we're playing Georgia, I mean, sorry, if we're playing Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, we're going to put the hammer down. Who cares if we like kind of play play around with Missouri and almost you know or Kentucky? So yeah, yeah. don't play with your food, Georgia. Just get it done. All right, let's go up to three up and three down. Uh, Three up, three down is where we go through the NFL slate. We pick teams that we think are going to be good for the weekend. We pick th- teams that are going to be bat down for the weekend. And the reason we call it three up and three down is because that's the name we came up with it and we haven't changed it. Maybe we'll do it next year. But we'll start with your three up. Trainer, give me your first up. And we're going to have to move along quickly because we always do during this segment. I went six down last week. I went 0-6 oh the first time this season. Yikes. Um, so <clears throat> coming off a heater. I'm going to go with the Steelers winning at the crappy NFC South Falcons. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think Kenny Pickett is starting to figure out that offense, and George Pickens is really good. I had yeah. uh, I had the same thing. They're favored by one point, and Kyle Pitts, who's underutilized, he's out. So maybe that's one less, one less thing to have to consider when you're uh, Pittsburgh's defense. And I have somehow screwed all of this up, but uh, okay. I have everything mislabeled. One of my other ups. All right. 40 my first up 49ers cover the four point spread against Miami now Miami is undefeated with two as as QB starting QB and finishing a full game but both of Miami's tackles are banged up after one, uh, his left tackle went out uh Trevion Armstead who used to play for the Saints just saying fact he went down two was mostly clean that entire game he got hit four times I'm afraid that Without his full-strength offensive line, Miami will be in trouble against an absolute monster of a defense in the 49ers who the past four games have not allowed a touchdown in the second half. My 49ers are on their way up. They cover the four points in San Francisco. I think I like – I'm going to go Dolphins. I like when Darth Vader beats Obi-Wan Kenobi. I want McDaniels to beat uh, Shanahan on the road. And I do still want the Seahawks to win the NFC West. So I'm rooting for that uh, with Geno Smith and the, the gum chewer. Uh, 49ers lose, Dolphins win, Dolphins up. I, don't, I can't believe they didn't flex this game to Monday night or something. I don't know if you can flex Monday night. I think Monday night's like oh, there's it's, a lot of so, red tape around that. Yeah, yeah. Sunday but Sunday night, something. I was thinking Monday because Cowboy the Saints, Nation, Cowboy Nation. The Saints are playing the Bucks on Monday, and it's like, does, does the nation really want to watch that? Does Does the world really want to watch well, the NFC South? Play, playoff implications. <laughs> shut up, trainer. Shut your mouth, trainer. Uh, my next up, Kansas City is favored by two. I don't think Kansas City has ever lost in December under the Patrick Mahomes era, so I'm going to take Kansas City. They are at the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is about at the same place he was last year. Can he catch lightning in a bottle two years in a row? It seems doubtful. Patrick Mahomes understands what's going on. He's got weapons. Kansas City covers his two-point spread. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I feel like this is cheap, but Las Vegas is actually ra- uh, not ranked. They're actually favored. Against the Chargers, Chargers up. What? Chargers at Raiders. Raiders are favored by a point. The Raiders are favored. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Chargers are kind of a mess. You all right, man? You all right? You hit your head? <laughs> no. Look at the screen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. All right. Uh. Now we're on to the down because I had Pittsburgh Niners and KC. 
Um, I think the Giants, are. that's going to be my first down. I don't think they're as good as the record says. Taylor, the commanders are favored by two and a half on the road. And something about Taylor Heineke gets me fired up. I've said it week in and week out. But he something about him gets me gets the juices going for that commanders team. I believe, or is this the first time we're going to see uh, the commanders defensive end, Chase Young, all season? This might be his first game back. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's coming back. Yeah, you're right. First time. I can't remember if he's good or not. It's been it's been too long, Chase. He's pretty damn good when he's healthy. He's yeah. I mean, he was a top two top two pick in that draft. All right, give me your first down. <sighs> Man, I kind of want to do it. Now Vikings can win that game. I'm gonna I'll go with the Lions. I kind of like where Trevor Lawrence is going right now. I'm gonna go with the Jags on the road. Lions are down. All right. But I mean, Detroit's down no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right, I'm going to go America. America's going to lose. Both both fan bases are down. Bears versus Packers. Aaron Rodgers said he's going to come back. He's going to play hurt with a – they have to chop off his – amputate his thumb maybe. Um, we Ooh. don't know. Justin Fields is day-to-day. Um, there is a chance that we're going to have a Trevor Simeon versus Jordan Love game, <laughs> and which would crack me up. And either way, Green Bay owns the Bears. They have for the last decade. I'm going to pick – bears on their way down they right, packers cover that three and a half by the way yeah, yeah i'll agree with you giants down i'll take that one as well and i'll go another down to manifest more nfc east teams losing eagles down titans win on the road oh wow all right my last down and then we're gonna have to go the ravens are not gonna cover that eight and a half point Ooh. the ravens are not gonna cover that eight and a half point spread against the broncos broncos defense is elite they cannot score the Ravens are coming off a loss against the Jaguars, but they they don't have eight and a half points in them. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. If you missed any of this show, download our podcast. We come on air Fridays 2 to 3 on 89.1 KHOL. If you miss us, download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. We are T-Time Sports Talk. All right, that's it, and that's all. Bye.